Community Matters, the podcast that brings you conversations that are critical to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. I'm your host, Tony Campisi, Executive Director of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Tune in each episode for the insights and information that are key to inspiring professionalism, effective leadership, and responsible citizenship, ideals reflected in community associations that are preferred places to call home. Today, I'm speaking with Caitlin Lyons, Communications Manager at the Philadelphian Condominium, a high-rise condo building in the Art Museum neighborhood of Philadelphia. We're joined by Anna Torch and John Rohrer, homeowners at the Philadelphian and co-chairs of the Arts and Entertainment Committee. In today's episode, we're talking about community engagement. Many community associations have various committees and clubs to engage members, provide activities for homeowners, and create a sense of community. We'll hear all about these efforts at the Philadelphian and how they can inspire other communities to ramp up your engagement efforts. Before we get to our topic today, here's a brief word from our sponsor, Hoffman HOA Law. I'm Ed Hoffman with Hoffman Law LLC. Hoffman Law LLC is a recognized leader in community association law. We're known for our responsiveness, legal acumen, leadership in the association industry, and our unwavering focus and commitment to education. You can learn more about us at our website, hoffmanhoalaw.com. Hoffman Law LLC is proud to sponsor this episode of the Community Matters Podcast. Caitlin, Anna, John, welcome to Community Matters Podcast. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. Uh, My name is Anna Torch. I moved into the Philadelphia in 2011 and have been an active member of the Arts and Entertainment Committee. My name is John Rohr. I moved into the Philadelphia in 2018 and immediately joined the Arts and Entertainment Committee. Hi, everyone. My name is Caitlin Lyons, and I am the POA's Communications Manager. Um, I joined the POA just about a year ago in 2022. And um, a lot of what my job entails is keeping our community informed with everything going on. So a lot of that involves uh, a lot of communication with Anna and John, letting our our, uh, residents know about many things going on in our community. Well, welcome again. I've been to the Philadelphia a couple of times. CAI's had some uh, meetings and some programs at your building. Um, And I've heard that the community engagement at the Philadelphian is really admirable. So can you share with our listeners when the clubs and committees really started taking off at the Philadelphian and how it all happened? The best of my knowledge, this uh, committee formed way back in the mid to late 60s. Some of those people are no longer here, but that's what I found out from various people with whom I've spoken. So this is not a new thing. This has been going on to, basically since the, the community got started. Um, what made you both interested in the clubs and committees at your community? Well, I was pretty new to the community and I was invited to lunch by a former member. After the luncheon, I was asked a question. That question was, would you be interested in helping us to 
organize the next new residence dinner? My response was I would on the condition that we could change from paper plates and plastic utensils to china and silverware. <laughs> they agreed unanimously and I have been involved with the group ever since. <laughs> I became part of the Arts and Entertainment Committee in 2018 when I assisted Lorraine Kilmer, who put on the residence art show. I volunteered to help her hang the paintings and, and the photography that week. And at the end of the week, when we had our grand opening, she said, John, there's someone here you have to really meet. <laughs> and she introduced me to Anna. And I have been her sidekick ever since. <laughs> well, those are great stories. Tell me more about the Arts and Entertainment Committee. How many homeowners are part of it? Uh, we, we have approximately 15 members, active members, who take part in all of the activities that we plan and execute. What kind of uh, professional background do you both have? And does it have any connection to your interest in the committee? Not really. I was... Uh, an executive secretary. However, I did manage a design and furniture retail operation. In fact, in fact, I planned and executed the plans to open a new showroom with regard to my background. I was able to do that. I felt that I could assist the Arts and Entertainment Committee due to my background in food service and catering. We have a great number of events every year that involve food service, uh, beverages, planning the um, planning the event, hiring caterers, and I felt that I could help a great deal with my experience for the committee. I think while Anna's experience doesn't necessarily exactly relate to the Arts and Committee uh, Committee, um, I think her personality and her ability to you know, be a leader and um, communicate well with others has given her, um, you know, such a direct role as the chair of, uh, co-chair of the Arts and Entertainment Committee. So I think you fit, you're a good fit. <laughs> I've dealt with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are important qualities. We look for those same uh qualities when we're looking for chairs and volunteers with CAI. So that that makes sense. Tell me what what are some of your favorite events that the Arts and Entertainment Committee hosts every year? Well, I would have to say definitely the new residence dinner. We welcome all the people who have moved in the previous year and we have a formal dinner for them. And that brings so many of us together. We pair existing residents with the new residents so they'll be become familiar with the way our building operates. Uh, the other things are the Kentucky Derby. We have many music events where we bring in people from the outside, different types of venue, and we set up the room in the cabaret style. We serve food and refreshments, and John's a great help with regard to that. Some of my favorite events are the residence art show, the movies that are shown during the month, which are usually current run movies the Kentucky Derby, and the musical events. How do you work with the management team and, and with Caitlin and, and other, other staff to ensure that all of the events are publicized, set up correctly, et cetera? Uh, generally, John and I will contact 
Caitlin directly via email or phone is required. And I must say we're fortunate enough to have a very efficient and cooperative staff. We consult with them on the dates, whether the social room is available, and we ex work extremely well with Caitlin and her associates. We have to set up the rooms, the communication between the management office and the staff who set up the room is outstanding. And I never have to worry about that. Uh, I will say at um, every year we hold a, a yearly casting call, which is um, supported by one of the members of the board, which this past year just so happened to be Lynn. She kind of took it over. And every year, I believe, even though it's the same copy, mm -hmm. it's um, every year each club and committee um, submits kind of like a a paragraph that details, you know, what the committee is going to be focusing on for the year. So that is approved by the board. And I believe yours kind of covers the range of events that, that you plan to hold every year. Um, I think since a lot of the clubs and committees have been existing for so long too, it's kind of just like, this is what we're doing and this yeah. is what it has been. And <laughs> that's what we're going to continue to it's do. It's like turning the lights on in the building. You know, we've always been here. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a liaison between the committees and uh, the board. Mm, that right. person is a member of the board. And uh, we uh, have a chair committee meeting every couple of months or so. And we explain what we're doing and what's going on. It sounds like you also um, have sufficient volunteers. Some communities have a very difficult time recruiting volunteers. What, why do you think that's not the case at the Philadelphian? Um, well, let me explain it this way. We do have a nice list of volunteers, and they would like to participate. They will offer suggestions, but when it comes to being responsible for an event, they kind of back off. Uh, I've experienced this for many years now, and it's very typical. Um, they want to be a part of it, but they don't want responsibility. Right. So John and I have pretty much <laughs> taken over that part of it. I think you're speaking to two rock stars right here that that run the show and make sure the show goes on for for everyone. Well, every every community needs a couple of rock stars. <laughs> I agree. Why do you think having uh, community clubs and committees is so important? Having the committees and the clubs, I think, is so important for the residents. It gets them out of their apartment. It gets them to meet other people in the building. It gives them the opportunity to meet new residents. And as Anna said earlier, just to show them a little bit around the building, the ropes of what goes on and how things get done. And it just brings this uh, building together as a tighter community. Since I have come in here in 2018, I bet I've met a third of the residents. And my wife says to me all the time, why do you have to stop and talk to everybody? <laughs> and I said, uh, I know them. And I know I got to talk to them. So I, th I think that all of the committees, whether it's a fitness committee or the arts and entertainment, or even the uh, landscape and, and the green committee. It gets people involved. They get to meet more people and it just makes a tighter community in the building. We have many residents who have live alone and they're older. And this gives them an opportunity to meet their neighbors, come down for some refreshments, 
And it's really kind of special to have them continue to come down. And I think that's also where we contribute a special service to the building. Yeah, I think it honestly goes with pretty much all things in life, like having these kinds of groups, clubs, committees, you know, your job even, it gives you a sense of purpose. You feel connected to something and it gets you involved, you know, in something that's going on and being able to interact with one another. And it's that sense of purpose for sure. What are the benefits of being the chair of a club or a committee? You get to tell everybody else what to do. <laughs> well, it's it's I find it very rewarding to offer entertainment, knowledge, and it brings a great deal of pleasure to these to residents. And when they come up to you, they give you a hug or they say, thank you so much for doing that. The pleasure that they express in their facial expression is just so rewarding. And that's why I do it. Besides arts and entertainment, what are some of the other clubs and committees at the Philadelphian that you enjoy? and that you think other communities may benefit from creating as well? One of the other committees that I'm part of is the Fitness Center. It gives people a chance to be on the committee to talk about what programs, what equipment, what would be best for the residents in the Fitness Center and to get better use out of it. We've also just had a committee meeting picking new furniture for our outside deck and they're going to be rehabbing the inside with paint and carpet. Another committee that I think does very well in the building is the Outdoor Planning Committee. Yeah, the Landscaping The Landscape Committee that helps determine what plantings are outside and in a small park adjacent to our building. I think you just made me think of also our Green Committee. Um, our Green Task Force is another big one in our building, um, and they focus on all things green and, you know, really um, staying uh, solar efficient and making suggestions to management about, you know, maybe different recycling programs we can get a part of and keeping residents informed about the latest information regarding, you know, proper ways on how to recycle, um, you know, hosting shredding events. Etc. So they do a lot of cool things related to staying green and keeping everybody um, informed of things like that. And uh, we also have another fun committee. Uh, the name of it might be um, exclusive to our building, but I think the the idea of it could be adopted by many other communities. So they are called, in short, the four C's: the CCCC, which stands for the concerned citizens of Center City. So obviously Center City that that uh, you know relates to us, but essentially in a nutshell, what they do is they keep our community informed with all things political um, in our in our city, in our community. And we have a lot of uh, political speakers come to our building and um, get our residents informed about what issues they're most interested in handling, um, different different things that, that they want to express to the community. And um, I think it just gets our residents more informed come voting season and uh, gets people on the same page about that. I think we've uh, heard from some members of that committee and certainly many members of the Philadelphian recently with our efforts uh, to advocate for the defeat of sprinkler legislation in, in City Hall that you're probably familiar with. So 
I can see how that committee would be um, very helpful in your community. Absolutely. What advice would you give to other community associations that may need help figuring out where to start with creating a club or a committee similar to the Arts and Entertainment Committee at the Philadelphia? Yeah, so I think um, one thing would be to hold, you know, this is what our building does. We have a yearly casting call, um, which informs residents of, hey, you know, we have all these clubs or committees, or maybe you guys are just starting with one. Um, here's what the club and committee is, is planning to accomplish during this year. And it gives people an opportunity to be aware of it and then decide whether they, uh, you know, want to get involved. And they pretty much, you know, we use the word casting call. They pretty much audition um, for the club or committee and they send in, you know, their information, their name, their unit number, their qualifications. Um, and they submit this form uh, to the, the chairs of the committee, which in this case, it would be Anna and John, who are chairs of arts and entertainment. And then the chairs of all the clubs and committees kind of get together and make decisions of who is going to be the part of the committee for, for the next year. Um, and, you know, with us, we have a large community here. We have over 1,200 residents. So sometimes we have some eager folks and they want to join multiple committees. Um, and I'm sure our chairs have to get together to make sure things shake out fairly and, and people are, you know, a part of different clubs and committees and everything is fair um, as far as attendance. It is a process. I have found there are people who fill out these forms and they really have no way of being capable of being a physical part of the committee. You know, they will come in and, oh, I'm, I'm really good at this and I did it like 20 years ago. But in order to have an active committee, the people have to be able, number one, to communicate and physically be a part of a, a committee. So what's next on the agenda for the Arts and Entertainment Committee? Are there some new events you're working on? Uh, yes, I uh, am working on something special that I saw at the Kimmel Center. The, these are Indonesian dancers who come in exceptional regalia, and um, we're trying to work with them to come in. We do have more musicians coming. Uh, we had a wine tasting a couple of years ago, and I would like to reinstitute that as well. Uh, John, do you have anything you want to add? We do have a lot on our on our planning board right now. We do have a lot going on. Our building has a large number of very talented artists. And we have had a number of years to have the residence art show, which included painting and photography. This year in October, we're having a residence craft show. Any current resident can put in any type of craft, whether it's jewelry, pottery, sculpture, something from fashion, quilts. And I just wanted to open it up to more talented residents. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of great things going on at the Philadelphia and as a result of your committee and the other committees. And, and uh, that's a great thing to see and, and um, very nice to see that going on in, in a community association. I appreciate you all joining me today for this episode of Community Matters podcast to discuss this topic. Thanks for listening to Community Matters. We're glad to have your attention for a short time. 
And thanks once more to the sponsor of Community Matters Podcast, Hoffman HOA Law. Find them on the web at hoffmanhoalaw.com. Interested in being a guest on an upcoming episode of Community Matters? Reach out to me at Tony, T-O-N-Y, at C-A-I-Keystone.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll get notifications every time we post a new episode. And please share our podcast with your colleagues and friends. For more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.caikeystone.org. Thanks for listening.